0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today, I'm here with my sweet new friend, Abby Grace, and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder and her prep for Miss Teen Volunteer America. So Abby Grace, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, so hey guys, I'm Abby Grace Fraley. I'm originally from Jackson, Tennessee. I currently go to school at the University of Tennessee in Martin. It's a really small town, but it's honestly perfect for me. And I originally planned to go somewhere else that was bigger, but it just felt more right to stay close to home. And then I got this opportunity to be a state title holder, and I really think God led me here on purpose and I literally love it here. The education is amazing. Um, some hobbies that I love to do, I actually do like social media content creation on the side. It's technically my job, like I do make income from it, but I honestly do it just to share my love for makeup and also to share a little bit about the Miss Volunteer America organization. I made one video on my old account that unfortunately got hacked and it got like I think over a million views. And it was like, get ready with me for a pageant. And it just was amazing to see so many people interested in it. So I definitely want to start posting more about pageants on my page. But I think other than that, my main hobbies include weightlifting. I love going to the gym. So that's definitely a part of my pageant prep, which we'll get into. And then I also really love reading and spending time with my friends.
0: I love it. I love it. Just out of curiosity, what do you like to read? Um,
1: I started with Colin, Colleen Hoover books. And it got me back into reading because I used to read like Harry Potter in the fifth grade. I was so into it. I was also into, I think mainly Harry Potter, but I literally love those types of books. And then now I'm getting more into like thrillers. So I'm really excited to start reading again. I took a little break just because life's been so busy with college and pageant prep, but I'm going to start reading again tonight. I have the books on my bed right now.
0: I love it. Do you know what Harry Potter house you are by chance?
1: Uh, I'm a Gryffindor. I went to (laughs) Universal over Christmas and I took the quiz online because I was pretty sure I was like, from what I can remember from fifth grade. Um, But I'm definitely a Gryffindor and I love it. Yellow and, is it gold
0: and red or is it yellow and red?
1: Either way, Gryffindor all the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so talk about how you got started in pageantry.
1: So I actually never intended to actually do pageants. It was something that I saw my older sister do. She was so excited to do it. I think her sophomore year of her high school career, she was like, mom, I really want to do these pageants. So she did our school pageant. And then she found out about it found out about this organization. And she was so excited. And I honestly just never envisioned that for myself because I had a really bad pageant experience when I was little. I did like I don't know, I think it was called Miss Southside or something. It was like a very local title. And I just looked different back then. I was really young and I didn't place at all. And I literally thought everybody hated me. So I never wanted to do it again. But and I also had the exact same idea that most people do in pageantry that it's all about how you look. But when I saw my sister compete in all of the different levels of competition and the different categories and how she had to do a talent and an interview, and she had to volunteer and have a platform, it got me interested. Mainly, I got interested because of the singing. I absolutely love singing that's another hobby that I have but I was really really excited and I also am a very big advocate for St. Jude that's something that's always been in my life not just through myself but my family's always donated to St. Jude and I've also lost people to cancer which I'll talk about in a little bit but yeah I just I just got into interested into it and my sister told me I think we made a deal I think it was like mom will buy you this outfit if you do a pageant and just see what you can do and so I did a pageant and I got first runner-up my first ever pageant and I was like wow like that's amazing and I got the interview award which made me so excited because I was like okay so I can talk to adults like that's a life skill I need to have anyways so let me keep doing these and then I competed again for Miss Germantown and I won I was literally so excited I couldn't believe it like I never thought I would win and I did and then I think I've just been doing, I think it's my third year. I just kept going. It's like, once you start, you don't want to stop. And I really think that's just honestly how I got into it. I'm so excited that I have gotten into it and that I took a chance on it because it's changed my life.
0: I love that. And you talked about your hobby, one of your hobbies being singing. So I'm assuming that's your talent. So talk a little bit about that and talk about how you go about selecting a piece for whether it be a state, um, a state pageant or a national pageant.
1: Of course, of course. So... I chose singing because, obviously, it's one of my main hobbies, but choosing the song has always been a very difficult process for me. There's so many songs out there, and I like sad music the best, which, for a crowd that you're trying to entertain, it's not the best mode or or genre to sing because everybody just, it makes them sad, but I feel like that's where I show the most emotion. And so, when I was choosing my song for Nationals, I knew... This is kind of like a two part thing, but I knew number one, I didn't want it to be too slow, but I didn't want it to be too fast because that's just not me. Like, I'm just not a happy go getter, like singer. Like I want to sing with my full heart and emotion because I feel like that's how I connect best with people. So I ended up choosing a worship song. I won't say what it is. You'll have to wait for nationals. But I chose a worship song for two reasons. Number one, it fit that genre and that category of what I was looking for. But number two, I could not do anything that I do in pageantry or just in life without the Lord. It truly is something that means so much to me. And I told my parents early on, you know, because we went through different song options. And they were like, I think you need to sing something that's big and loud and like makes an impression. And I said, yes, I agree. But at the end of the day, I want to glorify God through anything that I do. And I feel like even if I walk away on that stage and I don't get the crown, if I change one person's life by connecting with them through my talent, I will have done something amazing.
0: I love that. I love that. And we talked about, obviously you just talked about talent, but what is your favorite phase of competition? And then talk to us a little bit about why that phase is your favorite. So originally my
1: favorite phase of competition was fitness just because it was like so fun. And I do still love fitness, but Over the years, can you still see me? Yeah, you're good. Okay, (laughs) it went off my screen. Over the years, I honestly have just, hold on, I'm trying to find it. I can't even see the video. (laughs) How do I get back in there? Hold on. Okay, so over the years, I ultimately just decided that Wait, what was the question? I got so sidetracked.
0: You're so good. You were talking about fitness and how that used to be your favorite phase. And now... Somebody called me
1: and it like completely messed up the Zoom. But it used to be fitness. And then as I kept competing, one of the awards I've constantly won over and over, which made a bad impression right now, but is interview, the interview award. And I honestly never thought I was really that good at talking to people. I don't know why. It was just something I was like, oh, well, I'm never going to say the right thing or I'm never going to give them the answer that they're looking for. But quite honestly, I think that's what makes me different in an interview room than maybe necessarily other people, because I really don't practice my interview a lot. It's truly just what I feel and how I respond in the moment. Like right now I have no prepared answers. I'm just talking to you. And I think that a good judge can see that and can connect with that because it's real. And a lot of the pageantry and the pageant world is changing where people just want something that's real. and something that's authentic. And I feel like when you're just answering the questions off the bat and speaking how you speak just on your day-to-day life, they can really tell a difference. So that's my favorite phase of competition now. And I literally look forward to getting to talk to the judges every single time.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that you don't even practice. You just go right into it. I think that that's so healthy. And I think that more girls should do that. You know, mock interviews are great, but I I really don't think that... You should always go in so over-rehearsed. I think that that comes across as disingenuous a lot of the time. So I love that you bring that up. Absolutely. Um, But then another part of interview too is talking about your platform. And you mentioned it earlier, St. Jude. But talk to us a little bit about your platform, what you've been doing with it, and what your future plans are for it.
1: Of course. So St. Jude has always, like I said, been something that's been in my life, been in my family. It's something I kind of grew up knowing was an important cause. Um, Unfortunately, I remember this like it was yesterday, but when I was four years old, my grandfather was diagnosed with cancer, and it was a pretty quick process. He passed away, I think, within like two or three months, and that was my mom's dad. So I just saw like how much of a horrible effect it had on our family, and I didn't want anybody else to ever have to go through that again. And since we'd already been donating to it, I just really start to build this passion for it. And then recently in November, my grandmother also passed away from cancer and it was very unexpected. She's been fighting her battle with breast cancer for a year. And unfortunately things just really took a turn and it progressed like within a week and she was gone. And I'm still coping with that and still learning how to handle that. I mean, death is such a hard concept to conceptualize. And so even experiencing that myself the first thing that my mind goes to is what if this was somebody's child like they haven't even lived their life they haven't even had opportunities to do anything and now they're fighting just to be alive I just can't fathom it and that's why I think St. Jude and advocating for it is so important it's such an amazing cause they don't have to pay any bills and I don't think anybody who has a child going through cancer should have to pay any bills anyways so I just really think we need to keep advocating for it and some of the ways I've done that is I've done little collabs with boutiques where it's like a shopping day and a percent of the proceeds go to St. Jude. Also, I was in the LCF program, which is Lights, Camera, Fashion. It's a basically a fashion show. That's a competition. There is a winner and it's all the proceeds go to St. Jude. It's literally amazing the year. So you can only do it your junior and senior year. But the year that I did it, my last year, we raised over two hundred fifty thousand dollars and we all work together. There's like a cohortion of like 50 models who compete, but also while we're preparing to do the fashion show, we're raising money for St. Jude. And it was just truly such an amazing event to be at. They always have somebody who's actually in St. Jude and actually a patient there come and like be on the stage and share their story and it's always so touching. And it just confirms and solidifies why we're fundraising is so important. I also recently, and we'll be continuing this until I go to nationals, and honestly, probably for as long as I can, I wanted to use my platform on social media For more than just myself because it's such an opportunity and I feel like God blessed me with it for a reason. So I actually hosted a makeup masterclass but I made all of the proceeds go to St. Jude's so all the money I made as far as like the admission price I think it was like $15 for in person $10 for online or something like that something along those lines maybe 25. Um all of the proceeds are going to St. Jude. It's actually going to go on the LCF check because my sister works with the event. Um, But it's again, all going to St. Jude and I'm just so excited. I'm going to continue to do those. I feel like it's a great way to mix my passion
0: with another passion and just, it's amazing. That's such a good idea. I love that. I love that. Um, You talked about it earlier, but you know, nationals is coming up. So what does your prep look like for Miss Teen Volunteer America? You know, what have you been focusing on? Of course.
1: Um, There's a lot of things, a lot of things that you have to think about. Obviously, everything you're going to wear, your formal wear, your interview, your fitness, your talent. I think, honestly, I try not to do too much. And I know that that sounds kind of not active, but I feel like when I'm constantly like worrying and worrying and worrying, it makes me less me. So I've really been focusing on talent. I got my talent song picked out and I obviously practice that quite often, but I don't do too much. I also have been working on my fitness. I have a trainer and I'm honestly so grateful for her. She put together a plan for me, but I really told myself that if I was going to do this at nationals, I was going to do it right. I was going to recommit to the gym because like I said, I love weightlifting. It's always been a part of my life, but after I graduated high school, I kind of took a break from it. I don't know really why I just kind of stopped, but this gave me the motivation to get back started. And again, like I said, even if I don't win the title, I'm going to be walking away with such amazing things because This is giving me something to work towards. So every single day, pretty much I go to the gym about five to six days a week, which sounds like a lot, but it's honestly improved my mental health so much. And then I think the most important thing that I'm doing right now is getting in the word and praying and just really trying to focus on myself because something that is so, so common in pageantry is comparison. Comparison is literally the thief of joy. If you sit there and think about all the reasons you're not good enough to to win or all the reasons that somebody else is better than you, you're never going to fully have the chance to make it. And I saw something on social media recently about this girl who decided that this was going to be the year where she tried to get rejected. And I was like, why would anybody do that? Like, everybody hates rejection. But she said in her video that she posted that... She applied to things she never thought she had the opportunity to get. And she got so many of those opportunities just because she tried. So I'm really just trying to focus on my mindset and, you know, obviously being in the word and praying and keeping my spirit healthy. But my mindset is I'm just going to try. I'm going to do the best that I can. And I literally never know what could happen, but I need to try and not count myself out because way too often we always count ourselves out. But why not you? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that reminds me of um Arben-y. Who was um, Miss Universe yes. last year, and she had mm-hmm. the, um, I guess yeah, it was at Miss Universe. The you know they had the big like cape or whatever it was, and it said if n- if not now then when, and it's that's yes. basically the same sentiment. So I love that. Um, but what has been your favorite appearance so far this year?
1: I definitely think my favorite appearance was getting to go to a school and just talking to kids. I went to a middle school, a local one, and it was honestly amazing. I love connecting with like people near my age it's again a passion that I have and another reason that I have a passion for St. Jude is because it's focused around kids I've always loved kids growing up and just like babysitting was a job I did but I really just got to connect with them and share a little bit about St. Jude and just seeing their interest like nobody was trying to get on their phone or not pay attention like the kids were interested and to me that just made me feel so excited and hopeful for the future of the next generation of leaders that is to come.
0: love that and our final question if you could give one piece of advice to a first-year title holder what would it be?
1: I think the best piece of advice, it's super simple, and I know there's so many things that go into pageantry, but being you is the most important thing that you can do. And I don't only implement this in pageantry, but I implement this in every other aspect of my life. There is literally only one you. So whatever space you're going into, the value that you can add is none like any other. Like nobody can do the things that you do in the way that you do because you're you. So that's what the judges want to see. They want to see who you are. Don't try to be like somebody else that you see. Don't try to do the other things that you other see people that you see other people do. You just have to be yourself. And again, like I said, I know it sounds so simple, but when you really get to the core of that ideology, it's truly transformative.
0: Yep. You heard it here first. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Abby Grace, for coming on and chatting with us about, you know, what you've been working on as a title holder and just know we'll be rooting for you at Nationals. Thank you so much. I had so much fun talking to you. Yay! of course. Of course. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all. Bye.